Welcome into the Underground Football Podcast, a show where we talk about anything and everything NFL football from underneath the ground. Alongside my co-hosts Jack and Quant, I'm Mike, and let's jump right into it. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite quarterbacks in the 2022 NFL season, how we have them ranked, what our opinions are on each guy, how we compare them to each other, how we compare them to their fellow players, and um, yeah, we're just going to get right into it. So Jack, Quinn, you guys want to say something to start us off? Say hello, introduce yourselves. Yeah, let's see. I'm ready to just jump right into this, Mike. I'm ready to just get, get rolling, getting into our picks, trying to debate some stuff and see where we have everyone ranked. All right, works for me. So I think what we're going to do is give kind of, I'll give my top five, see what you guys think about if you agree, if you disagree, and we'll uh, we'll kind of go from there, see if uh, if we see quarterbacks in very different ways or if we see them pretty similar so um i guess i'll start it off right now number one quarterback i feel like isn't really too big of a uh conversation i got patrick mahomes i think the only other guy that maybe compares is my number two guy being aaron Rodgers. the two of them in my opinion can't be really beaten by anybody i mean i i don't see any other qb that can do the things that the two of them do they're both consistent. They're both athletically able to throw the ball extremely far, accurate, work on the move, be smart. Um, any disagreements by either one of you there, or can I keep moving? I think Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is kind of a lock there. I think Quentin would agree, right, Quentin? I think that. Yeah, yeah Patrick Mahomes there would be. I personally do disagree. I, I have uh, Josh Allen as my number two, actually. I just think Josh Allen is just such an explosive quarterback. I think him – with Aaron Rodgers, I'm kind of including like a little bit of an age factor into this. I think Aaron Rodgers is kind of going to be on his decline. And I just think Josh Allen might just bring more to the table when it comes to being an NFL quarterback. And so, yeah, that's why I have Josh Allen as number two, not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, I feel that. I guess I just think Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs. You know, he's done it for so long. He's shown that he's capable of being super consistent. Josh Allen's great. And, I mean, I'll spoil a little bit. I got him at number three. Obviously, I'm not, like, low on Josh Allen. But I just feel like Aaron Rodgers, you can't lower the two-time MVP lower than number two just because he's shown consistently, even at an old age like he is now. Like, you're saying age factor, but even up to last year, the guy is still playing at, you know, a top level with all the other quarterbacks in the league. So I guess I'm just more consistency biased or, you know, relying more on consistency of Aaron Rodgers. And Josh Allen, obviously, is the more flashy player, capable of throwing the ball the farthest in the league and has that rushing capability. But I think Aaron Rodgers is just super consistent, showed he can do it with, you know, maybe not the best wide receivers when Devontae Adams has been injured off and on. So he'll have that this season. I think I think maybe it's, it's fine to see a decline. That's why I have him number two below Mahomes. But I think overall, Rodgers isn't really going to, like, struggle – in this upcoming season. Yeah, I guess we will find out. I guess so. All right, so I spoiled a little bit. Number three, I have Josh Allen. I think, you know, when you look at Mahomes and Josh Allen, they're pretty similar um, with their athletic ability. I think it's just Mahomes has done it for a little bit longer, showed he can win at the highest level, obviously winning a Super Bowl, getting to the Super Bowl many times. Josh Allen hasn't been able to get over that hump yet, but I think Josh Allen... I mean, in my opinion, he's the most most athletically inclined 
you know, quarterback in NFL history. There's nobody that can throw it as far as him, run as fast as him, you know, is as big as him. I don't think Josh Allen's very, like, you know, going to get injured because he's just so big. So I think you're you're fine mm-hmm. ranking Josh Allen anywhere top five. In my opinion, Rodgers yeah, and Mahomes yeah, sure. got to be two and one, but Josh Allen's right behind them at three. I think he's just... You know, athletically, he's just a freak. He, you can't, you can't yeah. say anything else about him. Yeah, the top yeah, five is kind of a lot. Let's hear what you got to say, Quint. I 100% have Josh Allen in the top five. 100%. Right. I do think he is a top five quarterback, with no doubt. I just feel like at number three, we have to put GOAT. I feel like there's no way to even put it beyond him been in the league longer than some of these guys have been around i just have no idea how he can be anywhere not number three so this is right, tom so brady you're saying brady at, obviously tom brady, you have tom brady at number three right that's what you're saying 100%, right now 100 all right so so hold on so let's real, real quick mike not, not to stop you right now but so who do you have, who do you have in your top one and two you have who Mahomes and who Mahomes, aaron Rodgers. All right. All and then right. you okay. got Tom okay. Brady. Okay, fair enough. And then Tom Brady. All right, all right, all right. I'm so, just seeing what we were at. Okay. I just think when you look at Tom Brady, he's obviously, you know, the greatest quarterback of all time, won plenty of Super Bowls, yeah, showed that he can win at the, at the biggest level. I mean, no one's going to disagree there. But I think when you're looking at, like, a quarterback that can elevate the rest of your team and can, like, win you games, I think when you look at, like, guys like Josh Allen, guys like Aaron Rodgers, guys like Patrick Mahomes, they're just capable of doing things that, like, Brady just can't, like, Josh Allen can make throws that Brady is just okay, incapable so of doing. The thing is, is like Brady, sure, Brady's not 100% mobile out of the pocket, not even a little bit. Maybe in the past season he got mobile a few times and got upfield, but like Brady is 100% the definition of a pocket quarterback. He doesn't really roll out. He doesn't really scramble as much as he could. 100% he's in that pocket as much as he can. And every single coach and GM that he's had has done a, a phenomenal job with putting weapons in his receiver slots there's, there's literally clips of him handing the ball off and telling his running back what coverage he's going against at the moment. Like, I just feel like yeah, that's there's that's no where the age comes chance. in. He's like got that experience. Yeah, I do. I do agree with that. I do. He's understand got the age, and with the age, he showed absolutely no decline. I honestly think that this year he could go really, really far, and I just don't think there there's any other spot he could be other than three. Yeah, I mean, I tend to disagree with the no decline. I mean, he's obviously still I mean, he's still unbelievably good. I mean, I have him very high as well. I won't spoil it yet. But Brady just, like, in my opinion, has seen a little bit of a decline. Maybe not much, but to the extent of, like, he's just maybe losing a little bit of that arm strength. Obviously, the mentals are, are all still there. He still knows exactly, you know, where he wants to put the ball, and most of the time he's going to get it there. But I just think with the athletic capabilities of some of the, the higher guys like Josh Allen and maybe more people possibly, to, but just I think they got it. on this real quick, I got to say something real quick. Quinton was – honestly, with Quint, what Quinn was just saying right there, it does make sense with him kind of not declining because I was just looking at stats right now. And with him saying not declining, I mean, it uh, – my stats are here are correct. Tom Brady did actually throw the most passing yards this year. Yeah, and I mean, I so. think that's that's partly if you like really think about anything? it. I think I think it's partly just because of how good of a team he has surrounding him right now. Um, that, that's where also I want to jump in. A hundred percent, he has always had a phenomenal team surrounding him, and there's no way in other ways to put that. But like, you can't blame players to want to come and play with him because they know 
that if they play with him, they're going to be playing with the number one player to ever play the game, and it's just that simple because if they get on his team, he's going to put the ball in their hands, and it's going to be basically easy for their receivers to just absolutely go off. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I'm not trying to discredit Tom Brady and his greatness. I guess I'm just saying, you know, if I'm if I'm having a team that I'm the GM of next season and I'm looking for a quarterback who's going to single-handedly win me games without having to need, like, you know, the receivers or the offensive line or the running backs, like, around them, like, who can elevate my team to play their best? I think Josh Allen would be able to do more with less, yeah. if that makes yeah. sense. Like, if, if Josh I mean, Allen has a bad O-line, I think he does a lot better than Tom Brady with a bad O-line. Here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. 100%, maybe some of these players could do more with less. But, I mean, like, look at look at some of the names that, like, Tom Brady could can throw to and can find open. Scotty Miller. Nobody has heard of that dude ever until this year. And the dude put the ball in his hands without an effort. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah I, I feel do. that. I do. But Aaron Rodgers, like Mike's saying, like we have Aaron Rodgers at top three. Aaron Rodgers lost his star left tackle. I mean, if I don't know how many times uh, Tom Brady has lost one of his star offensive linemen. I guess he did lose Tristan Wirfs this uh, last season, but still, he probably did see a little bit of a decline with that happening. I don't know. I just feel like that. I don't know. All right, let's move on to four and five. Let's move on to four and yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, we can keep going. All, All right. right, fair enough. Uh, number yeah. four, um, <laughs> I actually don't have Tom Brady still at number four. I have um, – the young phenom Justin Herbert playing for the Los Angeles Chargers. I think him and Josh Allen, in my opinion, are just built so similarly. They're both extremely tall, big guys that can just rocket the ball down the field. Have The two of them have the strongest arms in the league, I think. And if you look at my top four, I have Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen, Herbert. Those four guys have the strongest arms in the league, in my opinion. Like, just by far. Like, the drop-off's a little bit, you know, crazy after them. And I think arm talent to me is so important because fitting a ball into a tight window um, is just so valuable. And, you know, being able to have that deep threat, if you have certain receivers, like, you know, Justin Herbert has like a Mike Williams, um, you know, certain guys like wouldn't be able to utilize Mike Williams capabilities like Justin Herbert would because of his arm talent. So I think Justin Herbert, very similar to Josh Allen, has that rushing capability, has an unbelievable arm, strength-wise and accuracy-wise, and so I have him at number four. I 100% agree with the strength and arm. And I do I do have Justin Herbert up here, just not exactly in the four slot. In the four slot, I went with Josh Allen, just like you went with three. So I put, I put him right in the four, you know, just that big body, that big arm, getting it down the field. Um. Honestly, it was a really close battle between Josh Allen. I won't spoil what I have for five, but it was a pretty close battle, and I didn't know exactly who to put here, so I kind of went with a little bit of a, the younger guy, the guy who's really shown himself off these past couple of years. I mean, if you look at it, the dude can do it on his feet. He's got the most rushing touchdowns in the past year, so I think he had, what, like 21, and the next guy had like 13 or something like that. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely getting after it out there. I have him at the four, though. Um, I definitely, I don't know if I could put Herbert that high. I do have him up here, but I don't know if I can put him that high just yet. Yeah, Herbert's an interesting one just because it's a little bit of projection to have him just improve a little bit um, on what he, you know, obviously just was capable of this past season. Um, but I think when you look at, like, maybe not statistics, but the throws that he's capable of making and, 
um, just the plays, even with his feet, anything like that. Like he just does things that a lot of these other quarterbacks in the league just aren't capable of doing, which makes me, you know, think if he's able to unlock that and become a little bit more consistent, like a guy like Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, he's able to stay up here with the big guys and, you know, compete with the best of them. I 100% yeah. agree. Let me see what Jack's got it for. Yeah, Pro, no, what, no, what are we thinking? What are we thinking about Justin Herbert all... over there? <laughs> all right, so Herbert, I will say I do have him at five. I do have him at five. The guy that I have above Herbert is Matt Stafford. Now, I, I think Matt wow. Stafford is is one of the best QBs in this league right now, just because what he was doing in Detroit obviously he wasn't doing much, but when he got those weapons, when he when he got the weapons, he got the team that he needed. He's easily, right now, easily top five QBs in this league. I, I, per, I personally could say that. I believe that. On top, on top and so, of that, I, I 100% agree. 100% top, one of the top QBs in this league. I have Matthew Stafford at five. So my whole idea with putting him at five was, it's just like my whole thing is, is like I've seen him play throughout the years. I've seen the hits he can take when he doesn't have that O-line, the movement he can make when he doesn't have that O-line, when he doesn't have those weapons. Yeah. Like, just he can get around the ball, and then, you know, you finally put him on that, that capable team, that team that can actually take him further. What's he do? He wins the ring. So, I mean, I mean, I really think him coming off that win there, I feel like he's really yep. going to come out. Yep. I think he could really show out this year with the receivers that he's got. Yeah, and just jumping off that, I mean, like, we never even heard of, I mean, jumping in last year uh, with fantasy football type stuff, no one thought that Cooper Cup was going to be this number one wide receiver. But Matt Stafford came into that thing, replaced Jared Goff, turned Cooper Cup into the best receiver in the league. And that, personally, that just shows you what an elite quarterback does in the NFL when he switches teams and becomes on a more capable team and is able to uh, put together a really solid performance. Yeah, I, I also... It's one of the reasons I have him at five, though. One of the reasons I have him at Go five ahead. and I have him above... When I, when I chose... <laughs> why I chose to put him above Josh... Or put Josh Allen above him was because I feel like Josh Allen, really, if he wanted to, could succeed on a team where he didn't have as many weapons. Like, I mean, right now he's only really got Stephon Diggs, and of course his, his O-line isn't terrible. But now, wait a minute. I like Wasn't I just could... saying this about Tom Brady being below Josh Allen because Josh Allen can do more with less? But I swear I just said you that. Can't, you, can't, you can't go against Tom Brady. Oh, you know, my Tom goodness. So okay, Clint's okay. More like, Clint's more on that situation that he's the GOAT type <laughs> stuff. I got you. You can't really you. deny it. You can't really deny it. But yeah. No, I think and I Josh see, Allen uh, compared to Matt Stafford, I think Josh Allen's very similar. Um, I have Matt Stafford at five as well. So I have Josh Allen three, Herbert four, Stafford five. I think all of them are fairly similar. I think mainly my only differences with the three of them are they're basically ranked in order of how good they are with their feet. You know, I think Josh Allen yeah. at three as my top one of those three that I'm saying are very um, similar. Josh Allen's got the best, you know, running ability out of, um, you know, him, Herbert, and Stafford. And I think Herbert's got the second best, and I think Stafford's got the third best. They all have unbelievable arms. Like I said, top, my top five guys, Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen, Herbert, Stafford, all five of them have the strongest arms in the league, can throw it the farthest, can throw it the hardest. And I think the only difference between those last three, Allen, Herbert, and Stafford, are just their ability to extend plays and to get the rushing um, yards, rushing touchdowns, whatever. And I think Allen's just the best at that of the three, and Stafford's unfortunately the worst. But I definitely agree Stafford showed, you know, even with the Lions, he was putting up decent numbers without Megatron having just, 
you know, a terrible offensive line, terrible running backs, terrible play calling. Everything was going wrong for him, and he was still able to put up numbers. Now, he wasn't able to win games, but, you know, you can't do everything as a quarterback. So, you know, getting him to the Rams, which was an actually functioning franchise, no offense to any Lions fans out there, but, you know, they're aware. So the Rams, obviously, having having the coaching staff, having some players around him, having, you know, that team you know, mentality of we can actually win, um, you know, going to the Super Bowl a few years prior with Jared Goff, they were probably thinking we got a severe upgrade here. So I think Stafford showed why he should be a top five quarterback with having all the talent that we knew he had and able to put it, you know, to good use and show the world, you know, I'm able to utilize this on the biggest stages and, you know, win big games, which we hadn't seen from him before this past season on the Lions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that I think that sums up our top five pretty well. We're all pretty similar in that nature of having the same type of guys. We do have some pretty hot takes there, but I do think. That yeah, I think I think our five. main disagreements there was um, was Quant having TB12 in the top five, and the two of us maybe yeah. not seeing eye to eye on that. But you know, it's not it's not like we're gonna. I mean, at least for me. No, no one's saying Tom Brady's bad. You know, we just don't have yeah, the top I mean, five anymore. All right, all right. I'm moving on to six. So at number six, six quarterback in the league, still no Tom Brady. I know Quack's devastated. I got Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr, whatever you want to call him. I got Joey B at number six, right behind Matt Stafford. Maybe I'm saying he can't, he can't be as good at, um, you know, bringing a team up, but I definitely think Joe Burrow's an unbelievable quarterback. Obviously he put that on, on a show this past season and showed how he can take a team with maybe not the best offensive line, maybe not the best defense, but, you know, obviously they have a great receiving core, great running back, but, you know, he was able to make the most of a team that maybe most people didn't think were Super Bowl contenders, and I definitely didn't think. I definitely didn't think that the Bengals were going to the Super Bowl, you know, week one. So I think Joe Burrow definitely showed the world that he's able to elevate the people around him and, um, I think that's what I'm really looking for in quarterbacks at this, you know, top six range. Guys that can really elevate their teammates, maybe don't have the best guys on their team with them, but are able to make the most of it. And I think Joe Burrow, you know, showed that he was able to do that this past season and came really close to actually, you know, winning the whole thing if it weren't for his, you know, piss poor offensive line, which, you know, got an upgrade this past season with Lyle Collins and a couple other guys coming in. I think definitely you'll see Joe Burrow have maybe even a better season with that great receiving core and now a bolstered offensive line. You could see a different Joe Burrow this season. Completely yeah. agree. 1,000% I do agree. I also have Joe Burrow at the six. Um, you know, not that I, don't, I just feel like uh, Herbert is coming up soon. I just feel like he hasn't really shown himself his full potential just yet, especially on the, that stat range. But I do definitely have Joe Burrow at the six. Um I feel like even with even with his piss poor offensive line, he really has came in and shown what he can do with that amazing receiving core, moving around, getting out of the pocket when he has to, you know, getting out there. And uh, really, Joe Burrow came in at the six here, and I feel like really the offensive line in the Super Bowl, he really he showed that he could play without it. It really wasn't that big of a deal that he had it. He took a few sacks, maybe wasn't the best. He could have had maybe a better outcome yeah. and wouldn't have to rely on the defense. And I feel like had it not been for Eli Apple there in that that final drive in the Super Bowl, Joe Burrow might have a ring right now. I tend to agree yeah. there. That's a, that's a tough call, yeah. Um, All right, so my number – I got Joe Burrow at seven. I got Joe Burrow at seven. 
Now, with the exception of this last season, this guy. Oh, no, I know, what he's gonna I know what he's going to say. <laughs> this guy at number six, with the exception of this last season, was arguably a top three, top four quarterback in the league. But with his last season, we do have, he does fall out of that top five category just because of an inconsistent season. But I have Russell Wilson coming in at number six just because, <laughs> just because I, I do believe that he is still a, definitely a top six QB in the league. Even with the inconsistent thing, I think he'll show – I think he will show um, uh, great efforts and great, like, so, stats with the Broncos. But with that inconsistent season, that broken finger that he had, it does drop him out of the top five, you see. So, yeah, that's why I have Joe Burrow at that, seven. At Jack. So, Wilson at six. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I got that Wilson at six. Shittiest call, I think. Wow. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Hey, hey, it's fine to disagree. We're all fine to disagree. We're all boys here. No, I mean, I definitely, I definitely disagree as well. But I think, I mean, it's not like crazy. I mean, I, I still, I'll, I'll say right now, I have Russell Wilson in my top ten. I don't think he's six. Um. Just, just because of what he, I guess, what if he showed or didn't show, I don't know. Last year wasn't great for him, obviously. So I think you're hoping that with, you know, the Broncos, maybe he has better success. But I think he didn't have a terrible situation with the Seahawks. Maybe he has a better, like, offensive line with the Broncos. But I think when you're looking at the receiving cores, which is mainly what a quarterback's going to utilize, in my opinion, it's better to have a guy, like, a receiving core like DK and Tyler Lockett rather than having, like, three guys, like a Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and, like, a Tim Patrick. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's more valuable to have two superstars rather than, like, three stars. Um, so yeah. I think he was mainly... I, I agree on that. Or I think he had a better receiving situation. Now, offensive line's different. Defense is different. Um, I think, overall, the Broncos are a better team. So I think you'll see Russell Wilson probably have a better season, you know, overall, like, wins-wise and stuff like that, but I don't know how much better he'll get statistics-wise or anything like that, and I think as long as he's similar to last year, he could fall a little bit farther from me. I'm not going to say where I have him yet, but I definitely don't have him at six, and I think, like you said, if it wasn't for last season, it might be, you know, he might be top five. Um, it's yeah. just he really didn't show, didn't show a great last. season and yeah, i think I it also it also plays like you gotta really look around the league like a lot of guys kind of blew up last season like a josh allen like a justin herbert like a matthew stafford like all of these guys had really really great seasons last year and like you know the season before like last year if we were doing the same list russell wilson would have been above every single one of those guys and i think that would be a pretty you know consensus take not mo most people wouldn't have russell wilson below any one of those three so I think when you look around the league as well, it says, you know, Russell Wilson didn't have a great season, but also there were so many guys that kind of were under the radar and kind of blew up this past season that kind of just overtook him, in my opinion. All right. Yeah, so like I was saying, I did have Joe Burrow at the number seven, so it's kind of around the similar spot where you guys have. I'm curious to see what you guys have at number seven. All right, well, I will move into my number seven. My number seven, I'm finally going to make Quant happy. I have Tom Brady, you know... What can you say about the GOAT? Obviously, he's still a top-seven quarterback for me. Has an unbelievable arm. You know, he's got the best mind in the NFL. Can make, you know, reads at the at the line before the defense even knows what's going on. And can tell all of his teammates exactly what he needs them to do and make sure everybody's, you know, getting their right route concepts, getting make sure, um, you know, time management, like clock management, he's perfect at that. 
you can't really say anything about Tom Brady that isn't already, you know, hasn't already been said, and everybody knows Tom Brady. So I think Tom Brady at seven, he's fallen off a little bit, but I think he still obviously is capable of bringing, you know, a team to the Super Bowl and winning a Super Bowl, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All righty. Number, uh, seven, number seven, I have I have the Young Bucks. I have the young, just, Justin Herbert. I put him there. Now, I have everyone else above him. I wow. feel like he, he, he hasn't shown – those statistics just just yet he needs to show but i do i mean you can look at the highlight tapes he he can he can thread the needle with it easily he can be up there he can move i feel like this next coming season after now having some experience in there actually coming in and seeing everything in the big game i feel like he he will perform well this season easily yeah i agree i think i think herbert definitely will have a better season this year i think you know, his defense has gotten a lot better. And uh, you look at statistics, maybe he personally isn't the greatest, greatest statistical quarterback, but his team's offense, um, you know, was ranked in the top five. I believe it may have been the number one offense ranked in the league. Um, so he's obviously able to elevate his teammates around him and utilize the players that he has with him to, um, you know, to have a great team around him. And I think now with that defense, with the Chargers getting guys like J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack, um, I think the Chargers are going to be a force to be reckoned with this this upcoming season, in my opinion. I think Justin Herbert's going to be a really big part of that. Mm-hmm. It's just a curious question. Did, do you guys know if the Chargers got a new offensive coordinator or not? I'm curious to know about that. Um, I'm not sure. I um, I'm just wondering. But yeah, if they, if they definitely did, I don't know because I'm looking right now. It says Joe Lombardi. I don't know if that was the same guy. But um, if they, I, I'm really curious to see this upcoming season how they work it with with uh, Mike Williams having like more of like a breakout season this year. Um, I'm really curious how they kind of like string that along, see how they can progress it. So yeah, I, I think Quinton, it, it it is kind of like an arguable take having Justin Herbert out of that top five for me, but I'm not sweating it. So I do have um, Joe Lombardi was the offensive coordinator last season as well. So this is gonna okay. be his second okay. season with Justin Herbert. Um. But yeah, I think moving on from Justin Herbert, I think my number eight is definitely going to possibly bring a rise out of the two of you. I think maybe you guys won't see eye to eye on here. This is a lot of speculation. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to jump right into it. I have Deshaun Watson at number eight. Um, wow. All right. So this is basically projecting that he can keep up what he was when we last saw him um and i think you know when we last saw him he was arguably a top three quarterback in the league i think him and mahomes were comparable the two of them i mean you saw some of those games between the chiefs and the texans were unbelievable football games like entertaining as anything so i think when you see guys putting on a show against Mahomes, you got to just give him some credit. But obviously, I'm not just going to talk about that. Deshaun Watson, obviously, unbelievable arm talent. He has the feet. He can work with his legs. Um, reminds me a lot of a guy like Russell Wilson. Reminds me a lot of um, even a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, not on the level of Mahomes. Hasn't been able to win um, like that. But I think with the Browns um, picking up Amari Cooper... Um, re-signing David Njoku, that great offensive line. You got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. I think Deshaun Watson has been playing with the Houston Texans his whole career, and he's been able to show that he's, you know, 
pretty damn good in my opinion. So I think he'll have a great situation around him. He's suspended for the first six games, as we just found out yesterday, um, as of the recording of this episode, which we can dive into that um, at another time. But I think Deshaun Watson, just if he's able to be, you know, even 95% of what he was, I think is a top 10 quarterback. And I have him at eight, just speculating that he's able to get back to what he was. And I think with his athletic ability, um, alone, I think he'll be able to get back to a pretty, pretty top-tier quarterback. So I think just, again, you look at the guys that can do what Deshaun Watson does, there's not a lot of quarterbacks in the league that are capable of doing what he is capable of doing, you know, with the with the legs, with extending plays. I think if you've got a, a you know, defensive lineman or a DB running straight at your quarterback and you need him to shed a sack, you don't want any quarterback besides Deshaun Watson, in my opinion. He's going to shed that sack and he's going to uncork one 50 yards down the field. It's probably going to land right in the breadbasket of, you know, some guy that would be a fifth stringer on most other NFL teams. So I think Deshaun Watson's shown that he can do a lot with very little, maybe not get the wins that you'd like to see, but I think with the Browns, he'll be able to show, um, you know, that athletic ability that he showed in Texas or in Houston with the Texans, excuse me, and um, really just, you know, put on a show and show that he's a top eight quarterback. Completely agree. I feel like, but here's my thing. I feel like back then, 100% top five quarterback. Top five. I don't know if I put him top three, but I'll put him top five for sure. I feel like back then for sure, though. But I just don't know if he's been training the way that, he was and I don't feel like we'll see him come back in his full potential you know I feel like he might be able to get up there but if we're talking just now coming to this upcoming season here I just feel like we can't put him there in that top 10 list honestly even in, even in the top 10 I feel like he can't be there yeah. because we haven't seen him perform at all we don't know if he's been training we don't know what he's been doing with the with the legal stuff he's had going on but um I'm gonna let Jack I'm gonna see Jack's number eight before I unleash uh, this this partial well let's maybe. let's finish talking about the sean watson yeah, here before yeah we move on. before we get off of the sean watson i do agree with quinton on this 100 percent with that but i'm more of in like the whole thing like where yeah he hasn't played in like a year a season or whatever because he's been doing he's been having some issues that's that's strictly kind of the reason why i have him out of the top 10 for me but i also want to like reiterate the point that we do have these younger guys that are making way bigger strides that sean watson might have been leave, like losing out on because he's been sitting out and he's been having these problems so i think just with just the fact that these people like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, they're all able to skyrocket their game up. And Deshaun Watson's kind of been stagnant because he hasn't been able to show what he's been able to do because of the problems that he's having. That's solely the reason why I do have him out of the top ten. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally acknowledge that I'm kind of reaching here to see Deshaun Watson get back to exactly where he was. And, you know... Maybe some people don't think he'll get to there. I truly believe that, you know, watching Deshaun Watson play the game of football, I, I mean, he seems like the type of guy that would be training during, you know, a, yeah, a, an off year. I, do I don't think that he's sitting there on his couch eating a, you know, bag of chips. I think you've seen him at training camp. I've seen clips of him at training camp. He he looks, you know, like maybe not exactly like he used to, but I think you're going to see a Deshaun Watson that is a little bit pissed off, you know, I, not that he, I won't jump into it, but not that he should be pissed off. He, he's gotten what he deserves. So, you know, we're not going to complain. But, um, 
you know, I think you're going to see a Deshaun Watson that's kind of like pissed off. You know, I didn't get to play last season. I got suspended a few games of this season. I want to like show out for my new team. I think he's going to have that dog in him. You know, he's going to be showing up. And um, I think just it's a lot of speculation, though. I totally agree. You know, you're I'm kind of just hoping that he gets back to what he is. And it totally could be wrong. Maybe he doesn't get there. But I truly believe that um, Deshaun Watson is that dude and he will get back to uh to that top 10 level of quarterback play and you look at what the browns traded for him and what they gave him for a contract the cleveland browns truly believe the same thing that i'm believing here so and and you know what i I like to think my opinion matters but i think the cleveland browns really as an nfl organization maybe not the cleveland browns but any nfl organization giving somebody that much money and trading that much draft capital for one player you know they gotta think highly of them so I'm uh yeah we can we can move on from Watson but I think you know final statements I think obviously it's speculation we know we no one knows how he's gonna play obviously no one's seen him no one knows only he knows really what he's capable of at this moment but I think if he's able to get back to what he was looking like before I think he'll move up from where I have him at this list I think he could be eight could be low for him um if he can get back to where he potentially could be he's only 26 years old you know. It's not like he's an old guy. Maybe maybe this season isn't his best and he's just getting back into it, but I think by the end of this season, maybe next season, if he still needs to get that rust off, I think give him give him a, a little bit of time and he'll get he'll get back into the groove. My only thing, final statement on Watson here for me, my only thing is is that I 100% agree he has the potential. He has got the potential to be a top-10 quarterback if he does come in and he does put that work in and he does connect well with his new team he's got there. You know, we haven't seen very many quarterbacks come in and be able to to connect in, in Cleveland like that. So hopefully they're able to come in and actually take advantage of what they traded away for him. But my only thing is, is like we're looking at the list and we're looking at the upcoming season. This don't I don't feel like he will be up there this upcoming season. I mean, maybe if you give him a couple seasons to really get in there and connect and maybe, you know, maybe maybe the Cleveland Browns offer him an extension. Maybe they offer him back. Maybe they want him, they want him for more. If they see that he can keep growing and continue to build – his career and come back and be a healthy nominal quarterback like the way he was i just don't i just don't see that coming this season i feel like that's fair it's all speculation so at number eight so this is where tom brady steps in for me i mean we've already we've already talked about him multiple times so i'm not going to go too in depth but yeah i do see him definitely as a top 10 uh, quarterback in the league so that's why i haven't ranked that eight me so if you guys want if you guys want to get into your guys eight well, Deshaun Watson right, was my eight, so we'll let Clint go for his. This might be a small bomb. And when I say small, I mean the quarterback. The quarterback I, I have a number eight is Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Had to Here's slip that why. in there. All right, fair I enough. Have, I have, I have Kyler Murray at eight. I mean, I feel, like, I feel like he's interchangeable with a couple next couple guys I have. These next All couple right, guys might enough. see some bombs as well. But, I mean, I just feel like, I feel like he, you know, he's good on the feet. He can get around. He might be little. He might not have the best vision out there to be able to see but i mean he had those weapons he's able to deliver he's able to win a few games out there so i mean i feel like i feel like he can really step in i feel like he can lead that team and i feel like he's he's been a good addition to where he's at um yeah so, I, I i i definitely think highly of kyler murray as well um you know i don't have him at eight obviously i have deshaun watson and i think deshaun watson just has shown again i keep saying this but he's done more with less and i think kyler murray is you know a phenomenal quarterback obviously very fast has a great arm 
but you know he's had DeAndre Hopkins, he's had um, AJ Green, maybe not the best offensive line, um, but I definitely think Deshaun Watson, if he can get back to where he was, is a is a step up from Kyler Murray. But I definitely think highly of Kyler Murray, and I'll get a little bit more into him when I reveal where I have him listed. But I I'm not you know. I don't think you were saying it's a little bomb. I don't think Kyler Murray at eight's like terrible, um, but I do tend to disagree. I mean, you saw him get a new contract from the Cardinals. They obviously think highly of him. Um, but uh, yeah, that's 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 my first you know initial thought on the ranking of Kyler Murray for uh, Mr. Quint. But um, Priller, any thoughts or I can move on to number nine if you like. I have Kyler Murray. I have Kyler Murray in the top ten, but he is not at eight, obviously, because I have Tom Brady. But he is up in the top ten, so I'm just going to – I mean, I don't know if you guys have any other opinions to say on that, but I'm just going to jump into my ninth pick right now. So, for my ninth uh, overall player, I'm going with Lamar Jackson. I mean, for me, I do – I believe that he is a better player than Kyler Murray just because, you know, he does have that escapability like Kyler Murray does. He does He does it better. He does have that scrambling that Kyler Murray does. I think – does it better and he also has shown that he could be a pretty viable option as a passing guy i mean he did come into the league being the guy that everyone thought running back you know what i mean like he got the that backlash because people thought he wasn't a qb but i think this last season if i'm not mistaken he's shown great strides into showing that he actually is a quarterback in the league that he actually can put up with some of these people like patrick Mahomes being in some intense games with him and joey joey b they have shootouts all the time and i think just lamar jackson it's just he's a, a name you cannot leave out of your top ten because just solely because he's just that explosive factor in any NFL team that he's on. Okay, I need to jump in this fucking instant. I have Lamar Jackson at the nine as well, and I am beyond starstruck to hear that Jack Priller right here has <laughs> Lamar Jackson in the top ten because I've been saying Lamar Jackson a top ten QB for the past three <laughs> years, and every single time I get screamed at because I'm telling you right now. That man has never even been close to having the receivers that he needs. Having the, I mean, he's got a phenomenal tight end. I mean, I'm talking a top two tight end, maybe top three tight end. Oh, two. Top, top three, top three, top three. That's what I was about to say. Tight end, top three. I apologize for that shit. That's your guy. Yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. But listen, I got him at three only because I. We're not going to get into tight ends right now. But nah, don't get into it. That's another this day. This is the quarterback yeah. episode. Right. Come on, right. keep it moving. All right. All right. All right. I, got, I got Lamar at the nine. You know, I feel like... All right, yeah, we agree with that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We? Hold no, on. no, no. I'm just saying, me and, Quint, me and Quentin agree with that. And no, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I thought yeah. you meant me, me too. I was like, wait a damn second. No, no, no. Uh, let's. I, I'm. I'm actually curious to hear what you have to say about number nine. All right. I mean, we can. Uh, so it seems like right now we're kind of just moving with players more than rankings. We can just do this. So I, I didn't really give a lot on Kyler Murray, but I'll do that with Lamar. So Lamar, I don't have in the top ten. Um, I have him at eleven, so I'm not like far off. But uh, above, right above um, Lamar, I have Mr. Kyler Murray. So at Kyler or Kyler Murray at ten, and I have Russell Wilson at nine. Now Russell Wilson. I already went a little bit into him, you know, he's, he's had his struggles this past year, but I think around the, the Broncos organization, um, he'll have a balance back. I'll jump into Lamar and Kyler now. So Lamar and Kyler, in my opinion, um, are the only two quarterbacks that can be similar in the aspect of like their rushing ability. Like they're the only two that can do it like that and also have, you know, somewhat of an arm. 
Now, in my opinion, Kyler Murray's arm is significantly better than Lamar's. Now, I only have them one spot apart, which tells you, you know, they're not significantly different. But I think the arm talent um, by Kyler is so much better than Lamar's that um, he gets the spot above. Now, these guys are pretty interchangeable for me. I wouldn't be mad at Lamar being at 10 or Kyler being at 11, but... I think Kyler's um, able to do similar stuff to Lamar, maybe not to the extent of like the rushing ability type of stuff. Um, but in my opinion, out of my quarterback, I value, you know, throwing ability, able to make reads, process yeah. a defense, um, arm strength, talent, you know, all that type of stuff. I value that more in my quarterback than the rushing ability. Not to say that the rushing ability is important, but I think when I'm ranking two guys that have similar rushing and similar passing, I'm going to pick the guy with better passing ability than the better rushing ability. So that's that's my whole like stance on Lamar versus Kyler. I think they're very similar, but I think Lamar right, does get discredited with his arm talent. I think Lamar has a better arm than a lot of people have been saying the past couple of years. Um, but I, ju I just think that Kyler's is, is just better. So. I'm going to come in on that. You know, I feel like, yeah, I do. I do see Lamar at the 9. I do think he is a top 10, so we do disagree there. But the only thing is, is, you know, like, the other, the other these other people that are in front of him, they're able to do more with less, like you keep saying. So that's why I have him at the 9, because he really hasn't been able to show off that arm. He's been put in situations where he has to run or has to use his running back and make those read options there on the goal line like he always does. But my only thing is, is that, like, I feel like, the Ravens do come in and they do get him those receivers that he needs you know like he's got the offensive line so that's why he's able to really get outside that pocket they're able to do those moves and get out there like that so I just feel like he's he's able to get outside the pocket he can make those reads he's got to make the defense move I feel like he can make people miss he's shown that it's really really easy for him to make people miss so I feel like if I had to have a quarterback that was going to come in and was going to scramble the ball was going to play that running back part as people say know because he does have running back core that key core in his offense those reads that he makes if he gets put into an open field situation i don't feel like there's another quarterback i'm gonna want in an open field situation other than lamar jackson as he can make people miss yeah and i agree with that i think if you're looking for the next best guy to do that though it's kyler murray kyler murray yeah and i do agree that's why i, that's I just why think I, kyler's a better passer that's why i've got him in, that's why i've got kyler yeah that's exactly yeah, so, I All mean, right. we're in agreement that Kyler just has a little bit better passing ability than, than Lamar. I think with me having Lamar a little bit lower than you guys, I think, you know, I have Russell Wilson above, I have Deshaun Watson above, which neither one of you, or I guess Priller had uh, Wilson above, but I think Wilson and Watson, again, they're just better passers. Both of them can also run now. Lamar's obviously way better um, in the rushing game than Wilson Grand and Watson, yeah. but I just think... Lamar's offense is so built around him that it's kind of almost like difficult for him not to succeed. Not uh, that that was a bad way to phrase that. I mean, obviously Lamar is unbelievable. Like it, the guy does things that, you know, no quarterback can do. It's just a fact. But I think if you build an offense similar to Lamar's offense around Kyler Murray, I think you get a similar you know type of success rate now maybe not the same because i think kyler's built for more of a passing offense um than like the lamar like you know read option type of offense but i think if you throw lamar in kyler's offense he struggles more than kyler in lamar's offense if that makes sense
with I, and I'm talking like just literally switch teams, like same coaches, same teammates, same everything, same jerseys, all of it. I think Kyler would do better in Lamar's situation than Lamar would do in Kyler's situation, and that that's obviously speculation. But I just think with the passing ability, Kyler is just more versatile and able to, um, you know, work better in like different situations where Lamar kind of seems to need his his team to be like built you know he needs a good offensive line he needs you know those pulling guard read option plays to be called a lot so he can you know use his his abilities legs. where yeah. where kyler kind of can use his arm a lot more as well as his legs yeah that's why i got, that's why i got kyler in the um the 10 spot just because i mean i i just think lamar is just a better i think he's shown more i think he's just a better qb in my opinion that's why I got Lamar over him. But, yeah, I do have Kyler at my 10. They are, like you guys have been saying, they are pretty interchangeable. Like, I wouldn't be mad if you put Kyler over Lamar. But I do just think Lamar has that step up. So that's why in my list I do have Lamar over Kyler. Coming in coming in, in that, that, uh, that scrambling QB aspect, I'm going to make Jack happy with this one. I have Russell Wilson at the top. You know, someone who came into the game a while ago and shown showed us that he's, he's got that arm. You know, he can he can use his feet when he needs to. You know, he's not going to resort to the feet instead of throwing the open ball, you know, um, like Lamar would if he's seen that he can get more yards with his feet. He's going to take that rather than throwing the short plant route or the short out route where maybe they won't get as many yards. So I went with Russell at the 10, you know, showing that he can use those arms, use that feet. You know, maybe hopefully in Denver he'll be able to pull it off as well as he did in his early years there at in Seattle. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think we covered Russell Wilson pretty well. Um, yeah. You know, he had a shaky season, but we all have him top 10. So we're expecting a bounce back from Russ. Um, you know, getting up there in age, he's 34 years old. But I think, you know, he'll he'll get back to the Russ that we know. And he's shown, you know, he can win a Super Bowl. He can, he can get a team. Uh, he can do his thing. Get a team yeah. there. <laughs> um, I'm just – are we are – we... You got you got anybody different out of top ten, Mike? Or I mean, at your ten spot? No, I I've anybody actually already gone to eleven. I had Lamar at eleven. So if you guys want to uh, right. share your elevens, we can um, go ahead and dive into those. Just because I already went with Lamar there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My so my eleven is my might come as a little shock. Um, is Derek Carr now? It, he did now he's getting upgrades. Now we're gonna, he's really going to get put to the test this upcoming season with Devontae Adams being his lead receiver. And I I do. I do think now that now that they have that mix where they have Darren Waller and they also have um, Devontae Adams, I really think Derek Carr is going to take an absolute jump this year. I think he he we might actually see him catapult himself up there in the top ten, top eight, top nine kind of QBs just because he does have that like you like you've been mentioning in this this episode. He does have that arm that arm strength a little bit, and he does have that accuracy where he's shown. So I do think Derek Carr could catapult himself up into the top ten rankings, and I'm curious to see if you guys would agree or disagree with that. Um, I do, I do agree. Go I ahead, do feel like Derek Carr definitely is going to jump himself up this season. I don't know if he's going to jump himself straight to that 11 spot, but I do, I do have him close to there. Um, what do you 11, have him at, Quint? <laughs> Let's hear it. I've I think I've, I've got him at 13 or 14, 13, 14. Okay, uh, fair. I'm looking, I'm looking at my, I'm looking at this list I got in front of me here. So 
I'm really trying to like go as we go here. These, I mean, the top ten was kind of a given for me, but I mean, as, as we're going along here, I kind of got to rank as we go. You know, I'm seeing him at 13 or 14 here. I really, really just I don't know if he's going to be able to hold up to the expectations just because now he's got Devontae Adams. You know, Do Devontae Adams is going to be able to to make him look good, but I don't know if that's going to make him good. All right. I I like that. I like yeah. that take on that. All right. That's, that's I'll um bad. I'll go a little bit into Derek Carr. So I have Derek Carr at 13. I have um somebody at 12 above him. We'll get into him. But um I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. 13's not a bad ranking. I think it's just kind of right in the middle of the pack. It's yeah. hard to put Derek Carr super high just because of you know the fact that he hasn't Black. been able to get to really like many playoff runs and hasn't been able to really like improve his team around him like you know like guys like up in the top five top ten are able to like make their teammates better around them when Derek Carr really hasn't been able to do that necessarily very much and um yeah like you said this is going to be a big test for him he's got a very very good receiving core right now with Devontae Adams like you guys are both mentioning but we can't forget you know Darren Waller's one of the best tight ends in the league we have you know Hunter Renfro as well like, he's going to have a very good um, team around him, offensively at least. Um, and I think, you know, the Raiders went 10-7 and 7 last season. Not a bad record. I mean, that's the best record that uh, Derek Carr had with them since 2016. So, you're looking for an improvement on that. I mean, he's had some down seasons. 2017 went 6-9. and 9, 2018 went 4-12. and 12. This is with Derek Carr as a starter. So, he's had down seasons. Um, now, those teams weren't nearly as good as this Raiders team is going to be this upcoming season. And um, I just think Derek Carr is going to be in the AFC West with fellow quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Russell Wilson. So I think a lot of those games, you know, he's going to struggle to compete with those guys because those are some of the best quarterbacks in the league. So I think Derek Carr, he has, you know, a pretty good arm. I'm not going to act like it's anything flashy like a lot of these guys that I've been saying. Oh, he has a great, great arm, great arm strength, great arm talent. I think Derek Carr has, you know, an above average um, arm as a quarterback. But I think he, he needs to get more into utilizing the the length of the field a little bit more. You know, he's had guys like Hunter Renfro and guys like Darren Waller that are more like, you know, short over the middle Um route runners like receivers like that and so i think with Devontae adams who's going to be lining up on the outside not in the slot like hunter renfro Devontae adams is going to be on the outside and he wants the ball you know he got paid you know they want him to get him the ball they're college teammates they got that connection i think if you can see Derek carr really you know expand on what he's been doing which is kind of like almost the dink and dunk down the field um not every game obviously but as as a you know, growing quarterback, he's 31 years old. Let's see him expand on his game a little bit. Let's see him uncork it a few times to Devontae, who's probably going to be getting pretty open. Um, as I, I mean, I see Devontae as the best receiver in the league, and now you're giving Derek Carr, who I see as a middle-of-the-pack quarterback, one of the best receiver in the league. I think that will boost uh, his, his stock. And, um, yeah, I have him at 13. I think Derek Carr, you could put him anywhere between, like, you know, 11 to 15, I wouldn't be too mad. So he's just, he's, he's an above average quarterback, nothing crazy um, athletically or anything like that. But I think he's going to, he's not going to lose you any games necessarily, but he also might not like win you a ton of games himself. So Derek Carr at 11 for you, Priller, or 12, sorry, no, 11. 
Um, 11, yeah. 11, not, right. not, not bad, in my opinion. I have him at 13, only two spots below. So, um, I'll move into my 12, if that's cool with everybody. Um, oh, yep. sorry about that. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Quinn. Let's see. 11, 11, 11. I feel like this isn't too big of a thing. I feel like he's he's got to be up here. His injury last season, though, even though I feel like he, he could still come yep, in this season. I, I know, like he's gonna, going I know yeah. he's going to come in, and he's going to succeed. I feel like I have to have Dak Prescott at my 11. Yep. Just jump yep. in with that real quick on that. I do have Dak Prescott at 12. They are, they are well. very similar with this number 12 for with, Dak. This in, with this injury that he just had. That's why I had to put him down. I, I'm sorry just to bring the injuries up. But, yeah, the injuries just kind of like bring, bring people down, the inconsistencies. Like I will say, I do have Deshaun Watson at 13 just because he hasn't really played. We have we don't really know what Deshaun Watson's going to do. Just like Dak Prescott, he's been injured this last year. We don't really know how he's going to translate this. Does injury mess him up for this whole season? Or will he be able to bounce back and be successful? So, yeah, that's why I do have Dak as well. I do have Dak at yeah, I also have Dak at 12. Um, obviously, like you're saying, it's kind of he's he's polarizing. We don't really know um, how he's going to come back. But I think you know, with with modern medicine, you know, guys can tear their ACLs and come back. You know, by the end of the season Longer. if they do it early in the yeah. week. So I think Dak will be just fine. I think he'll come back to how he was. And um, number 12 for Dak, I think is pretty. You know, Perfect most spot. people have him around there. So I think Dak just has also benefited from having a really good team around him, um, where like we just talked about, like Derek Carr maybe hasn't had a great team around him, but has been able to, um, you know, get that better team this year. Where Dak has been surrounded by such such a good team since he came into the league, you know, having C.D. Lamb, having Amari Cooper who's now gone, um, Michael Gallup, having that offensive line with Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, all these guys with you know Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I think the Cowboys have a great offense. Their defense is pretty lackluster in my opinion. Um, so he gets a lot of stats. You know, Dak's got a lot of passing yards and touchdowns these past couple of years. He's great for fantasy. Um, but I don't think he's able to do a lot of the things that, you know, a guy like Kyler, a guy like Lamar, a guy like Russell Wilson, these these quarterbacks are capable of doing more for their team than Dak Prescott. Um, but Dak is no slouch. He He's got you know, above average arm, can move his feet as well, better than the guy like Derek Carr. Like he's, he's more um, of a mobile quarterback, maybe not like a Lamar, but you know, he can, he can move if he needs to and get out of the pocket, extend plays. And I think you, um, you have Dak Prescott as your quarterback. You're not upset at all. And I think 12 ranks him just like that. You know, you're, you're happy to have a guy at 12 um, being your quarterback. So, yeah. All right. Put into my 12. You know, I feel like he really hasn't been given his full potential. This might be a small bomb here. I might get fucking ruined for this one. Not given his full potential. You know, I've got Derek Carr at the 13, Dak at the 11. I've got Tua at the 12. Oh my wow. goodness. Wow. Here's, Wait a second, brother. Oh, brother. Wow. And here's why. Coming into last season, he did not. He had a very lackluster season. You can say that again. I don't know if he even started all the games. <laughs> Let me tell you, Friller, he did not. <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like coming into this season, you know, he's he's been here with the team now. He's been able to spend that season. He's been there. He's got the communication now. He's got Tyreek coming in. 
you know, now that he's got that weapon, he's able to look for him. Um, <laughs> even Tyreek's come out and saying that he loves playing with Tua, and, you know, he likes playing with Tua more than he does Mahomes. So I feel like <laughs> coming off of that, I really, I had to put Tua pretty high. Okay, hold up for the <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, now, let me say something. Let's just let this fly real quick because I don't even want to get into it because he's down there for me, brother. All right. Well, so do we want to say where we have him ranked, or we just want to leave that? All right. Nah, let's just leave it because that's gonna be that's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a while. All right. All right. Do we want to? By the way, I think we do like top sixteen, and we call it there. Is that right, is that good yeah. for you guys? Top half quarterbacks. Yeah. I'm fine so we're at like yeah. twelve. 12-ish right now, 12-13, I think yep. we finished up with 16. All right, so I'll, I'll just say a little bit about Tua. No, I think, why don't we dive into Tua yeah, a little bit? Yeah, let's go into it. So, like, Tua right, for me, <laughs> Tua um, is at 28. Um, I don't know, <laughs> you said you have him at 12? Um, so, yeah. Everyone, I'm not going to lie, everyone besides Zach, Derek Carr for me. I just feel like there's someone in this list that's better than Derek Carr. Now, my entire 11 through 15, I've just been ranking as I'm going. So he was he's he is top 15 this season. I feel no. like coming into the season, he's going to be top 15. Quack, you want me to let me list you some the... statistics, Clint? Let me list it, okay? We got um, two attack by Loa, okay? He played 2020 and 2021. Let's go 2021, most recent season. He started 12 games, had 2,653 yards, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Obviously, touchdown-interception ratio isn't great at all. Um, he got sacked 20 times. Um, quarterback rating of 90.1. None of the none of those attributes are good. So, I just think Tua, Tua just. Like, look at look at what like guys like Dak are putting up for stats, and guys like Derek Carr, saying, and guys like saying. you sat here, you sat here, and you said that you said you put De- Deshaun Watson in your top ten. The dude hasn't played in over a year. You are crazy if you think Tua is better than Deshaun Watson. I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I have Deshaun Watson. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, don't I think I have him at twenty. Oh my goodness. Okay. Quint, let's talk about let's talk I'm talking No, listen, 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 listen to me. If we're talking Watson before he left the league, right? Is he above Tua? No, but if we are, is he above Tua? We're talking about Deshaun Watson coming into the league. He's still got he's still got the better potential than I don't see how Deshaun Watson gets worse by that much. Like that's unbelievable to me that you think he's going to go down from a top five quarterback you're to just, 20. You're solely basing this straight up off of Tua just he getting didn't, some weapons. No, 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 hold on. We're going on Deshaun really Watson right now. You're saying Deshaun Watson, because he didn't play for a year, which plenty of guys get injured and don't play for a year and they come back and do well. He didn't even get injured. He just didn't play. It wasn't an injury. What he I'm literally saying, did not play. And this guy is now moving down 15 spots for you? Here's my thing with Deshaun. Hundred percent before before he left the league. Here's why: before he left the league, the top ten quarterback, yes, top ten quarterback, yes. But nothing even happened to him. He's fine. He's coming back. Yes, he's coming back with a new team, new coach, new players. He doesn't have a better team, a better coach, and better players. Okay, but let's look at let's also look at. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's look at the rest of the league that have gone through Cleveland. 
had good QBs come through Cleveland, but nobody can perform in Cleveland. Who's a good QB that came through Cleveland, Quint? Name one. Bro, this is a topic for another day, bro. Otto oh. Graham back in 1910? Good lord. Oh my goodness. Okay, right, bro, let's get off to Sean Watson. Back to Tua. So Tua just has a bottom five like arm in the league. You can't argue that. He can't throw the ball down the field like far. He can't. He can't fit balls into tight windows. He is he not like he's a noodle arm, but compared to the rest of the NFL, yeah, the guy's got a noodle arm, you know? He's accurate as all hell. I can admit that. Tua's probably a top five accurate quarterback in the league. But the guy can't get saying, the ball there. Why, what I'm saying is, is I feel like Tyreek in Kansas City is gonna was coming in, was running those deep routes, was absolutely cooking people. What I see, I see Tyreek playing a different role, maybe coming in the slot, maybe running those slant routes, maybe running those those skinnier post routes that are going to come over the middle of the field where Tua can deliver it, can, can put it in that hole. No, and I get this, right? I'm not saying that Tyreek's going to have a down season. I think if you're looking at, like, a fantasy football thing or you're looking at, like, how is Tyreek going to perform, I think he's going to do well. I don't think that Tyreek's going to have a down season. Now, Tua, though, we're talking about how is Tua, like, is Tua better than X? Is Tua better than Dak, Derek Carr? Um, I won't get into other guys. Lamar, Kyler Murray. Like, yes, he's way worse than these guys. Like, he's unbelievably, like, below these people, in my opinion. Yeah, he can he can get the ball to Tyreek on a slant, but what quarterback can't get Tyreek the ball on a slant in the NFL? You know, we're looking at what can these guys do that other guys can't. And Tua, in my opinion, can't do much of anything that most quarterbacks can't. This guy is unable to extend plays like most of these guys in the top 10, 15, whatever. He's unable to read a defense like all of these guys. He's unable to use his um, arm to, you know, get over the top of defenses like these other guys. There's nothing that Tua can do besides maybe accuracy that is better than, you know, any of these other quarterbacks. And in my opinion, than 27 quarterbacks. He's at 28 for me. So... In my opinion, I don't see how Tua, the reasoning for ranking him above any of these guys can't be Tyreek because Tyreek isn't Tua. Tua's Tua. We need to know how good Tua is, not how good his situation is. Now, maybe he does better with Tyreek. I think he will. Now, if he didn't have Tyreek, maybe I'd have him at 29. Maybe I'd have him at 30. But I think if you're just looking at the skill of the guy, he's not, he, he's not a top... 20 quarterback not even 27 for me so i don't get know off Tua. get off my ass get off my ass no priller anything on Tua? anything to add no i got i got two at 21 i believe yeah okay. 21 you're a little bit higher so, on yeah, it but I still got, i got him down there i got him down there but i i all right we don't need to go I'm too to too deep but if you want yeah, to add anything go my ahead. Opinion on it real quick i'll be real fast I'm kind of in the middle of the pack between you guys. I kind of see Quan's point of view. He's getting into that better situation, so we're really going to see if Tua is a, as Quant would say, a top, top 15 QB in the league. We're gonna really, we're gonna really put that to the test. We're gonna really see if Tua can be a great quarterback, or we're gonna see Tua be Tua and struggle, and he's going to be below. But yeah, that's why I do have that 21 or 20, yeah, 21, just because I do think with this better situation, he could perform more. I have something to so, add. In my opinion... Real quick, real quick. This is my one comment. In my opinion, Tua may not even be the best quarterback on his own team. 
I'm going to let that sit for a second. Let that sink in. Tua might not even be the best quarterback on the Miami Dolphins. And maybe you're thinking, who the hell do they even have? They got Teddy Bridgewater. Now, I'm not saying Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback. Is he a top 28 quarterback? Maybe. I don't have him top 28. But I think there's a real conversation to be had about how Tua and Teddy Bridgewater are very, very similar players that don't have good arms, are accurate as hell, but they can't get the ball down the field. They can't fit it into tight windows. They can't read a defense. These guys aren't let's, let's good move on. quarterbacks. Let's so move on. Let's jump into That's my a, last thing. Okay. Now, um... What? No, hey, we're go we're moving on. We're moving on. I'm saying Teddy's in the conversation for being better than Tua. That's all I'm saying. Don't all right. have Teddy. Teddy's not even a starting quarterback in the NFL. No team wants him. He's on the Dolphins, bro, and he might play some games over Tua. Well, I guess we'll find out in this season, boys. All right, we're gonna move now, on. Who's got? Let's now, who's got 14? 14. Where we're at right now, right? Okay, Hold on. Mike's 14. Um, yeah, my 14. We'll go into 14. At my 14, I have Mr. Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. I think, um, you know, he's right below Derek Carr and Dak Prescott. I think Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins are very similar players. I think, um, you know, they're both guys, like I said, with Derek Carr. Not going to lose you any games. Um, he's an above-average quarterback, you know. What, what can you say? I mean, he had... A great season last season. I mean, he has great weapons. He has Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Irv Smith, KJ Osborne, all these guys, right? He's He's got a great team around him, Dalvin Cook. Um, but I think Kirk is just a guy that, you know, you ask him to do anything, he's going to do it for you, and he's going to do it pretty damn well. I mean, I think uh, there's nothing too special about Kirk, but I think he does exactly. every single thing. I would have thing. to agree with you. I think he does every single thing that you want from a quarterback. Even, you know, he can move a little. Maybe not, like, you know, crazy, but you're not Tom Brady out there. So, I think Kirk, he's going to get what he needs to do done, and he's going to do it at a pretty good rate. You know, Justin Jefferson, they got clips of, like, you know, Justin Jefferson going, Kirk, get me the fucking ball! You know, like, yeah, that. Like, But, like, I think if Justin Jefferson went to some of these other teams, maybe, like, the Miami Dolphins, played with a quarterback like Tua, I won't say anything on that, but um, I think he'd be, you know, in a worse situation. I think Kirk ain't bad, you know? Able to read the defense pretty well. He's a veteran guy, leader. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think Kirk's just a good quarterback think, overall. You like wait, that? I like that. You like that? I think what you're saying right now, Honestly, your perfect your exclamation explanation is kind of just describing what I think Kirk Cousins is, and he's just an average guy. He's just the average Joe of the NFL. I would put him right smack dab in the middle. I got him at 16 right now. I think that he, like you're saying, he's just a guy. You kind of can tell him what to do. He'll he'll get you in that situation. I don't think he's gonna outperform anybody. I don't really think he's gonna do that, but he will do the job that you want him to do. That's why I have him at 16 because he he's not gonna be worse than some of these guys. I mean the bottom 16 but i don't think he's better than anybody that i have in the top 16 so i just no, have right fair. in the middle i mean i i'd like to point out i don't think kirk cousins is like a game manager like there's guys that i think are more like game manager types now we'll get into them later but um i think kirk you know i'm maybe i'm maybe talking a little bit down on what i think kirk is you know i'm saying he has an above he's above average in basically everything he's not just okay you know he's not just gonna do everything like we saw like jared goff um necessarily game manage you know with the rams back when they went to the super bowl against the patriots you know he was just and jimmy garoppolo when the um 49ers went to the super bowl in 2019 
you know, they're both, they were both game managing. They were both basically just, you know, handing the ball off and doing the occasional play action and throwing the ball over the middle. Now, Kirk can do more than that, in my opinion. I think, you know, that's why I have him above guys like that. I think he's capable of, you know, extending plays more than those guys. I think he can read the defense better. I think he can check um, plays at the line. I think he's got a better arm than both of those guys as well. I think Kirk Cousins overall is a good quarterback. I don't think he's average. I think he's a little bit above average. So I think he's just a little bit above average in every single facet of the game. I don't think he's bad at necessarily anything. I think that's why, you know, maybe you could say he's middle of the pack, but being good at everything in my opinion, gets you a little bit above average because there's not a lot of guys that can be good at everything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chime in on that, you know. You say he's a little bit above average. I have him at actually 16, so I actually have him at benchmark of average, you know, exactly average, you know, right in the middle of all top 32 starting quarterbacks. I have him here at 16, only the fact because, like, you know, we really didn't see him perform until he got those weapons, you know. I can't win a game on Monday Night Football. So, really, I couldn't have him anything above that. But I really can't go into it too much. Now he's got Jay Jetta. So, I mean, he can deliver, but he just he doesn't see the field. You know, he's got problems. You know, I really don't hey, see Hey, he wasn't no slouch in Washington, field. my man. It wasn't great, but come on. Give him a little credit. He doesn't I, only do I good 14. with Justin Jefferson. I, I yeah, what do you got at 14, I quit? I 14. Someone who has has an arm. He's got a cannon for an arm, 100%. You know, he, he's shown that with some receivers he had. Maybe he doesn't really show it often anymore because he's got arguably the number one running back in the league. Brian Tannehill. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, hey, I, you might think this is surprising. I'm actually in complete agreement oh, with Quinton right here. My I goodness. think Brian Tannehill is a very – he's a great QB. And I'm just saying this just strictly because it takes a lot of discipline in a quarterback to not want to put the game in his hands. He always – he's like that selfless player. He He's fine with handing the running the, the ball off to his running back because he knows his running back's going to get it done. But he's also that QB that's going to be able to put up when he needs to. We set up that perfect run game with Derrick, with Derrick Henry coming in, bowling people over. And then when people least expect it, fake the handoff, and he's able to bomb it deep. Now, will his, will his situation get worse now that A.J. Brown has gone off the uh, Titans? Who knows? But maybe I think just with their scheme and how it's set up, Tannehill is a perfect set for that offense. And I think whoever, even with A.J. Brown leaving, I think whoever you put in that slot will be able to get that job done because Tannehill can just put the ball where he needs to put it. So that's why exactly. I have Tannehill over. Yeah, keep going, Grant. That's what, yeah, I just think Tannehill is just perfect. Perfect for it. I think he's better than Kirk Cousins because he can do that. Thinking. You just exactly described 100%. a game manager, my man. This is exactly what I was thinking. You know, before before he had Derrick Henry, you know, he was in there. He, he obviously probably wasn't getting those wins, but you know, he's got Derrick Henry. He, the fact that he's okay with handing off the ball when he needs to, I feel like late in those games. How is that a skill? Yeah. What are we talking about here? The two of you brought that up as like a plus. Like he's okay with handing the ball. What are we talking about? That's a skill? That's a plus to a guy? Ben, let me talk. Yeah. Oh, my God. You saying Kirk doesn't want to hand the ball off? What? He has Dalvin Cook, who is arguably top five running back, and he doesn't let him do it all the time. Kirk what do you mean he doesn't let him do hand. it? Kirk wants to have the ball in his hands and have it let him do his thing, and he wants to try to get that ball to his receivers, explosive receivers. You ever think maybe that's because he's better than Tannehill? 
No, because Tannehill oh, can also man. keep handing it to his running back. But AJ Brown, AJ Brown this past season did not see a decline. He did not. You don't see AJ Brown putting up lackluster numbers. That's why he got paid big money in the, with the Eagles. Are, why are we acting Tannehill? like Dalvin Cook didn't have good numbers? I mean, he's been getting injured every once in a while. I'm not saying he doesn't, but from Dalvin Cook being a top three running back, he he went down this season for sure. So Dalvin Cook played 13 games this season, had 1,159 yards. What are we... Huh? We're saying Dalvin Cook had a down season. He had over 1,000 yards in 13 games. With Tannehill here, my only thing is, is I think we're going to see an incline because he knew he had A.J. Brown. We're going to see an incline. We're going to see him hand that ball off in the beginning of the game. Set that up. And the second that he thinks that the defense is starting to catch on, bam. Both the two of you sound absolutely crazy. He's going to pull it back, and he's going to be able to deliver. Oh, the two of you keep saying how it's a good thing about Tannehill handing the ball off. How is that? What do, like, why is that the like that. why is that the point that you guys are making that he's good that he can hand because the ball he's a off? Selfless QB and he's, he's, he's a game he's manager. He has good arm thing. He's been able to hit AJ Brown deep over All right, the middle. Hold on, hold on. Listen to me. Listen that. to me. What can Ryan Tannehill do that Kirk Cousins cannot? Answer me that. Uh, what one thing can I he do? Think, Besides hand the ball off, apparently. I think Tannehill does have a better arm. He has better throw oh power than Kirk goodness. Cousins. He can throw the ball farther than Kirk Cousins. Quote it. Oh my I God. believe that Ryan Tannehill can throw the ball better than Kirk Cousins. That's why I have Tannehill at my 14 and Kirk at my 16. They're not that far off. That's why that, that kind of they're kind of in the middle of the pack. But I do believe that Tannehill is better than Kirk Cousins. I got Tannehill at 23. For the record, twenty-three. Wow, I have Tannehill. Ridiculous, man. This guy ain't that good, bro. If he doesn't have Derrick Henry, what happens? If Derrick Henry is not on the Titans, what does he do? They what find is... a new running back that can run the damn ball. That's exactly. So he needs a running back. That's what you're saying. He's the scheme. He's in the perfect situation that showed him up. I mean, if you throw Tannehill in Lamar Jackson situation, he's probably not going to be shit. But because Ryan Tannehill is in that perfect situation with that good running You're literally telling me he's a game manager. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't. So you're telling me you're telling me that Tannehill needs to be in a specific situation. That is a bad thing. That's not a good thing. Kirk Cousins could thrive in Tannehill's situation going, and could do it in his. We're going down in the list. We're going down in the list to where it's getting to like the like bottom tier of the NFL, like the bottom 16 of the NFL. So that we're not we're not really looking for those game changers. We're looking for those people who are consistent. We're at 14. That's yeah, not the that's bottom half. We're almost in the middle. Okay, we're in listen, the, almost in the listen middle to of me. The field. Listen to me, okay? Kirk I'm Cousins. In if Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins switch places, who does better? Kirk. Kirk does better. He has Derek That's fucking all Henry. That's all what? speculation. How is Ryan Tannehill it. gonna run the Vikings offense? He can't get it to Justin Jefferson like Kirk can. Let's talk about let's talk about how Ike's entire list drops speculations. What are we talking about? Kirk is better than Tannehill. It's not a speculation. That's me saying right, Kirk Cousins is better than this goofball. We just, I think, for this podcast, let's keep it down. All right, all right. I we'll keep we it moving. We'll keep it moving. All right, fine. Tannehill's uh, terrible, in my opinion, and great in your opinion. I'm not saying he's terrible, okay? He's 23. Whatever. We We're moving on. Let's keep it moving. Okay, number 15 for me, I have Mr. Matt Ryan. 
out of Boston College, the quarterback for the or the new quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think Matt Ryan, you know, he's a vet in the league. He's shown he can do it with the Falcons. Now, it's kind of, you know, Quant's going to hate this. We're kind of speculating how he's going to do with the Colts, but I think the Colts are a really good situation. Got a really good running back in Jonathan Taylor. Got a really good young offensive line surrounding him. You know, Quentin well, Nelson. We can't talk about the running backs. We can't talk about the running backs. Like, we can't take the money. Oh, my God. Listen to me. So, the, he's got Michael Pittman. Um, he's got Jack Doyle. And, you know, he's got a great defense. I think Matt Ryan's going to thrive in that situation. He did well with the Falcons this past year, you know, and he had Kyle Pitts and a bunch of nobodies. So I think Matt Ryan's capable of doing many, um, many of the things that like a Tom Brady type can do with the mental side. I just don't think that Matt Ryan has the, you know, physical ability of Tom Brady. I don't think he has the arm that Tom Brady has um, or the accuracy, anything like that. I just think that Matt Ryan, you know, you can't rank him bottom bottom half of the league with his just mind. And I think you're completely wrong. I got Matt Ryan in the early 20s. There's no way I'm putting him anywhere above that. Oh it's my going goodness. in, coming away. <laughs> him coming away from the Falcons where he had Julio, you know, for that year he had... He won the MVP when he had Julio. <laughs> Went to the Super Bowl. For so many, but for so many, right, yeah. We're gonna, we gotta move, bro, because this is. How many times did he do that? I feel like he's not up there. How many times How did many Tua times? do that, bro? <laughs> Golly. Yeah, yeah, if Tua wins the MVP and goes to the Super Bowl this year, then Quinn is the smartest guy on the planet. I don't think that's happening, though. Let's be real. I'm telling you right now. All right, bro. You're a lot of speculation, so am I. All right, what are we All thinking, right. Priller, got, about Matt Ryan? What are our thoughts? I got Matt Ryan below. I got Matt Ryan below Kirk Cousins. Because I do believe Kirk Cousins is a better QB than him. So that's why I got Matt Ryan at uh, 17 here. I agree. But I, st I still got it, yeah. I mean, he is low, but, you know, Kirk, he, he doesn't do anything good. I mean, I mean, not do anything good. He does everything good. He has shown good. that he's good. He has shown that he's been able to be great, but he is also he's also been on a decline. We're about to see what he's going to do with this new upcoming team that he has, a bunch of young stars. Yeah, I think Matt really Ryan do. and Kirk are pretty similar. I think they both do things in a pretty that similar way. I think Kirk, as well. Kirk's just a little bit younger, maybe has a little bit stronger of an arm, maybe a little bit more mobile, and I think that's basically your only difference between the two. And Matt Ryan's a little bit smarter and can read a defense a little bit better. So I think they're pretty interchangeable. Um, I have them, you know, 14 and 15. So I think uh, either way you rank them, I think Kirk and Matt Ryan are pretty similar QBs. Yeah, I would. I yeah, I think we're all on the same page there with the Matt well, Ryan and Kirk Cousins being. Quint thinks similar. that Matt Ryan's terrible. Wait, Quint, where did you have Kirk Cousins? Yeah, sixteen. Sixteen. Oh okay. yeah, he said that. He said okay. that. Okay. All right. Okay, so yeah, um, kind of, did you guys all are your guys' fifteens already named, or should we? No, I mean for my fifteen, this is kind of a shock. I'm surprised no one's brought this name up yet. Is Jalen Hurts? I think that coming in, he's a young, he's a younger guy. He got his chance to play this year. I think that with his upcoming season, I'm basing this kind of this all specula speculation. How we've been kind of talking about that. I think with his upcoming season, he could, he could make it make a role. He could uh, show that he's actually because he's a scrambler. We kind of can compare them with Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Kind of, they're kind of in that group of just scrambling kind of nature QBs. But I do think that Jalen Hurts does have that passing ability i know we haven't really seen it that much but i do know that he has shown it like he's shown glimpse of it of what he could be and that's why i have him at 15 
now just because I, I I value being able to make plays more than just like being that consistent QB. That's why I have him over Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is that guy that will get the job done, but he's not going to be that explosive at the athlete. And that's why I think Jalen Hurts is just a better player because he's able to make those plays in yeah, that situation. He's I able think to be explosive. Dude, I, I think Jalen Hurts is just different than Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan in that he's capable of losing you football games much easier. I think Kirk Cousins yeah. and Matt Ryan aren't yep, going to I, lose I, you any football games. I think Jalen Hurts can single-handedly lose his team a football game a lot easier than either one of Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan can. I have Jalen Hurts at 20, um, and I think he's basically Lamar Jackson, but like the poor man's version. No offense to Jalen yeah. Hurts if you're listening. I apologize. You're really good. You're much better than me. But um, I just I don't think that compared to these other guys, I think when you're like building a team and you're like, okay, who do I want for this upcoming season? I think I'd rather have a guy like Kirk or Matt Ryan who's going to be a lot more consistent. Maybe they don't have the upside that Jalen Hurts has, but I think Jalen Hurts hasn't shown any type of reason to believe that he's going to, you know, do any better. I mean, yeah, he has A.J. Brown now, but he had Devontae Smith last season, and, you know, I, I just don't see Jalen Hurts. What? I said a rookie, Devontae Smith. No, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I guess I'm just saying, like, the the Eagles kind of made their offense almost like the Ravens. Like, it's built around, like, the run game and read options and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, you know, that, not to be mean, but that kind of, like, says something about your quarterback. If you're not, this is a passing league, you know, it's a, the NFL is a passing league. So, if your offense is built around running the ball, that says something about your quarterback. And I'm not going to lie, you know. I'm talking about Jimmy Garoppolo and Jared Goff earlier. They both were part of rushing offenses when Todd Gurley was with the Rams and when Kyle Shanahan's got the 49ers offense going. Their run offenses, their quarterbacks aren't very good, you know. I haven't said the names Jared Goff or Jimmy Garoppolo on my list yet because they're down, you know. So I think guys um, that are on teams that are, like, built around the run game, that says something about your quarterback. Same thing with Ryan Tannehill when I brought him up, you know. That team's built around the run game because Ryan Tannehill's incapable of, like, running the air raid offense like Mahomes can, you know, that says something. So I think Jalen Hurts can, you know, he's shown flashes of being amazing. I just think, you know, the consistency issues are really prominent for me. And I think would I rather have him or a guy that can, you know, be consistent on a game to game basis and, you know, not throw terrible interceptions and not fumble the ball um, and like lose me football games. I think I'd rather have a more consistent guy. All right. So are we, 15. I think, I got, yeah, I let's got hear it. Yeah, we're almost there. I 15. Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't get Quint's thoughts on Jalen Hurts. What do we think about Jalen Hurts, Quint? I'm not going to lie. I had him at, let me see where I had him at here. Let's see where I had him at. I'm at 17. So I had him, you know, I had him, you know, bottom half of the NFL here. I had him right behind Kirk Cousins, you know. I think, of that middle. You know, yeah, just right outside the middle pack, I do. I want to go on what Mike said. You know, with the the poor man's uh, Lamar Jackson, Lamar. I do feel like I do feel like you know he doesn't scramble as much. I do feel like he's able to get outside of that pocket. He's able to make moves on his feet. I do feel like he can throw the ball. I feel like with another receiver, you know, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, I feel like he'll be able to get out there and really get after it this year. I feel like we'll see a better season from him. I just don't know if he's if he's able to take that step just yet. Only time will tell. Carlos? Let's let's see what you got at number fifteen. Number fifteen. I don't know if it's a rule we're only allowed to have one speculation uh, per episode <laughs> or what, but um. I think Mike's over that limit. 
A speculation here I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw Mac Jones at the 15. Why is that speculation? I think Mac Jones is pretty solid. Boy, I have Mac Jones at 16, dude. I got him at 19. I got him at 19. He's a little under there. Here's why I got but him yeah. at 15. Yeah, go I ahead, got him at 15. He's coming in. You know, he's coming in after last season. You know, maybe probably not an amazing season, but you know, he had he had a good season. You know, a solid season, somewhere you know, right above above average, like Mike's been saying all the whole episode. You know, right above above average. So I mean, he's coming in. He's got you know the number one coach to ever coach the game. I mean, well, a defensive-minded coach, for the record. Yeah. Defensive-minded coach, yes, but still, nonetheless, the best coach to ever. No, no, not to discredit Bill Belichick, but yeah, I just... He came in, you know, I feel like he's going to be in this offseason. I, <laughs> I feel like this offseason, you know, he's, he's definitely, there's no way he hasn't been working. He's come in, he had a good season last season. I feel like he doesn't have those targets, you know, like Tom Brady had throughout his season, so I feel like going to be able to come in he's going to be able to make do with what he's got i feel like he's going to be able to manage the game a lot better than, than some of the quarterbacks i got behind him obviously oh, oh yeah i i 100 agree i think mac jones um so i mean a lot of these guys for me you know i have kirk matt ryan and mac jones all 14 15 16 all are very interchangeable for me they're very similar guys you know both all three of them have you know below average uh, mobility, but are unbelievably accurate, unbelievably smart, you know, don't throw the ball away, don't lose you games. And um, yeah, I think McCorkle Jones, Macaroni Jones, whatever you want to call him, you know, he, he doesn't have the best weapons there in New England. And I think it'll be interesting this season to see what he does with such, you know, a weird coaching situation. Um, no offensive coordinator right now listed for the Patriots. And I think they're thinking about bringing like Matt Patricia and Joe judge to coach the offense. We're both defensive guys. Very strange. What Bill Belichick is trying to do with his young quarterback. But I think Mac Jones is again, I keep saying this, but the type of guy that's going to never like really lose you a game. He's not going to be the reason you lost. He's just going to, you know, he's above average. Well, average for me, number 16. So I think, um, I guess it is above average because he's top 16, bottom 16 would be 17 and beyond. So he's right above average at the last spot. Um, but I think, you know, he's he's just a quality quarterback, going to do everything pretty well. You know, he's more mobile than people think. He's not Tom Brady. He's got, he's got legs. Um, and, you know, he put up pretty good stats with, I don't even know, Jacoby Myers being his number one receiver. So I think... Uh, now he's got Devontae Parker coming in, and um, hopefully that offensive coaching situation can help him improve. But I think, you know, he was the best quarterback of the five that got drafted in the first round last year. Um, and I think he showed that, and that's why I have him ranked as the number one quarterback of the last year's draft, first rounders at least. No, yeah, all of them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think he, he showed that he was the most pro-ready out of the draft, and some of these other guys may overtake him. I don't know, but 16 right now for Mac Jones, right, right in the middle, pretty solid, good quarterback. That's all I got. I think we've, I think we've ran through all of our players. I mean, who you got at 16? Really? For top 16? I got Kirk. I got Kirk. Oh, we got Kirk. Kirk at okay. 16. Kirk, that's what I had too. All right, well, we got through right, our top so 16. Um, you know, top it's been a long 16. episode. I think. I kinda wanna... <laughs> Before we get out of here, I just want to, I want us to, like, all go back through our list. I just want to solicit. Yeah, we can recap. Uh, yeah, all right. So, Mike, if you want to go through your top 16 real quick, just. 
Just All right, quick, I can, I'll just quickly go down the list 1 to 16. I got Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, and Mac Jones. All right, I'll, I'll go through. I'll go next. Uh, so, yeah, number one, I got Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Kyler. Then I got Derek Carr, Dak, Deshaun Watson, Ryan, Tannehill, Jalen Hurts, and Kirk Cousins. Pushing up, I had Mahomes, Rodgers, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, O'Shiesty, Josh Herbert, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, speculation of Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> I love that you got to preface it. Mac Jones. Oh boy! All right. Well, we'll get into the uh, you know the bottom sixteen uh, next episode, but I think. You know, first episode of the podcast, guys. I think I had fun. Hopefully, you guys had fun. We'll be back. We'll yeah. be doing more episodes. It was a lot of fun. What do you guys think? You guys want to come back? Do this, uh, do this again once sometime? You know, what are we thinking? For sure, for sure, for sure. I like This is always a fun time to do. Fun time to be here, talk with the boys. All right, some interesting beautiful. Takes. Well, um, yeah, I definitely, definitely had a good time. I definitely, definitely have to do a little bit of research coming in a few more episodes, but I definitely feel like. This yeah, maybe research so uh, Tua Tagovailoa's stats and uh, get back to me on how good you buddy. think he is. All right, well, uh, for my co-hosts, Jack Priller, Quint, um, this was Underground Football, the Underground Football podcast where we talk about anything and everything NFL football from underneath the ground. Thank you so much for listening, and um, we will see you next time.